Sunday morning, Parshis, Kisisa, Tovshin Pei Aleph, less than uh, two weeks to Purim. I would like to talk this morning about something that took place in Shul yesterday and something which is going to take place in Shul next Thursday. And I'd like to speak about the effect and perhaps the reasons why these things are taking place. There is a halacha called Machsis HaShekel, which is mentioned explicitly in the Torah, in Parshas Kisisa, which is the Parsha that we laned yesterday. We took out three Sifrei Torah. And in the third Sefer Torah, we laned the beginning of Parshas Kisisa, which deals with the halacha, the mitzvah asay of giving a Machsa HaShekel. Machsa HaShekel. Now the Machsa HaShekel was a certain amount of money, half of a shekel, half of a coin. And the Sefer Achinuch is the Sefer that discusses the mitzvahs of the Torah. It's called Moni HaMitzvahs, one of the Svarim that counts the mitzvahs. The Sefer Achinuch says in Mitzvah Kufay the following. Every Jew over the age of 20 or over the age of 13, women were not obligated in this mitzvah. They could participate if they so desired, but they were not obligated. Some hold it's a mitzvah seish as my grammar because it's a time-bound mitzvah. And this mitzvah, very interestingly, was a requirement to give a certain amount of money, not more and not less. And with this money, Claudius Yisrael purchased korbanis for the carbon to meet him. The two korbanis were brought daily, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, every day of the year, 365 days a year. Umusafim, and for the days in which we had a carbon Muslim, such as Shabbos and Yontif and Rosh Chaydish. Bechol carbon, and any carbon which the Tzibur had to bring, such as the Kabbalists on Yom Taifim and Shabbosos, besides the carbon Muslim. Viniskeim, and the libations, which is the oil, I don't know if it includes the oil and the, and the wine. Vamelach, and those Kabbalists that had to be salted. Viatsi Amarocha, and the wood that was on the tire, T Y R E, the fire on the Mizbeach. Vilechem upon him. And the showbreads, the twelve breads that were on the shulchan, v'schar or yisalechem upon him in the payment that was given to the person who made them, v'ha'omer in the carbon omer which is brought the second day of Pesach, as we call it sviras ha'omer, shteyalechem and the two breads that were brought on shvus upara aduma and the famous para aduma v'sarim mishteleach that carbon that was sent out and thrown off the cliff on Yom Kippur v'lashin shel zahoris and the piece of material that was tied to the horns of the goat that was thrown off. So all of these unbelievable karbanas for, sh- for weekdays, and Shabbosos, and Rosh Chodesh, and Yom Tov, and other events which happened without a time, Paraduma, etc. Everybody was an equal partner in these karbanas. Because everybody paid in equally. Everybody paid in equally. If you are wealthy, you could not say, you know what, this is such an important thing. I'm going to give all of the money. No, we don't take all the money. Somebody was very poor and said, I'm not going to give a machzai shekel. No, 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 no. The Sefer Chinuch says an unbelievable Lushen, which I was not familiar with until I saw it. At least I didn't remember it. Sefer Chinuch says, if you don't have a machzai shekel, you have to borrow or sell the shirt off your back. Sell the shirt off your back, which is an unbelievable halacha, which appears only two other times in Shulchan Aruch, 
which is something you have to do to sell the short of your back to drink Dalit Kosos, or to lighten our Hanukkah. Those are Pesumi Nisa. Normally, you don't have to sell the short of your back to buy matzah. If you have, can't afford matzah, you don't need matzah. If you can't afford tefillin, you know where tefillin. If you can't afford a sukkah, you don't eat in the sukkah. So too, Dalit Minim, even though those are the rices. If you can't afford matzah shekel, no excuse. No excuse. Sell the shirt off your back. Okay, unbelievable. Says the Sefer Achinuch, V'yachshah b'aben Hoseinu. But nowadays, when we have done so many Averis, Rachman al-Islan, and therefore, Shein Lodo Migdash, we have no Beis HaMigdash, we have no Machsas HaShekel, Nogu Kol Yisrael. A mini came about in Kla Yisrael, <clears throat> which is brought down in the Gemara. L'zeicher ha-dovor, as a remembrance for the Machsas HaShekel. Likrois to lane the base akinesas to lane from a sefer Torah in a shul, the whole shana b'shana every single year. Parsha zu shel kisisa, mamish this week's parsha of kisisa. I will catch the kisa v'kipur. Unbelievable concept. Unbelievable concept. Did I mention or did I forget to mention? This is Eric and Nida May women's learning division of Adasha Shur. In case I didn't mention, I'm mentioning it again. Now, it's an unbelievable concept. So it's a minic, a minic, a minic to remember about what we used to do when everybody in Kal Yisrael had a, had a piece, the idiomatic expression, a piece of the action. Unbelievable. Comes along the Mishnaburu. The Halika Halika Mishnaburu. And the Mishnaburu says the following. He talks in Simon Tough Rage Pei Hey about the Dalit Parshas, and he mentions in some detail, and then he talks about Parshas Shkolim, which is the first word of the Dalit Parshas. As we all know, yesterday, even though you weren't in Shul, we all know that you take out three Sifrei Torah, and he says like this: We we have this minic, and we lay in Parshas Kisisa, which contains the concepts of the. Machsa shekel. But then he adds, "The onu we we now. Why do we do this now? Because there's a new fiscal year. The fiscal year in the Beis Hamikdash began on Rishchidosh Nissan, which means that all of those kabbonis, those aforementioned kabbonis that we just spoke about, they all begin utilizing the new year's money." Last year's money was used for something else. Once the year was over, if there was still money in the office where the, where the money was stored in the base of Migdash, if there was still money left over from last year's donations, a maksa shekel, and it was not all consumed based on everything they did last year, nevertheless, they don't use that money going forward. Going forward, we need a new collection. That collection took place in Adar. When that collection was made, it was deposited in the office, and that money was used henceforth, starting with Shkodishness. Says the Mishnabura, the Anu and we who take this new money starting with Shredish Nishan should know, Mishalmim Parim Sifaseinu. There is a concept, Laloch. The carbon tummy that we just mentioned, which is brought every single morning in the base of Migdash, is not brought anymore. What do we do instead of that? We dive in chakras. The carbon tomid that was brought in the afternoon is the last carbon on a daily basis and it's not brought anymore. It's all based in English. What do we do? We daven mincha. 
That's called Unashalma Parim. And the Parim, the oxen, should pay Sifaseinu. The oxen that are not being brought should be paid up Sifaseinu with our lips, meaning with our Tvila, which is incredible that Tvila has the ability to take care of the Kabbalists which are not brought. But the Mishabura comes along and says, Anuchidish. It's not only Tvila, but it's even laning. And he says, therefore, when we laned yesterday, Pasha Shkolim, it was as though one of the Shalman parts was saying to Bakriyas, a Pasha Gisiso. Peladigazach. Peladigazach. And not only is it davening, but it's also laning. The Sefer Achinach does not say that. The Sefer Achinach just says there's a minute to remember it by laning, but it doesn't say it's as though we're doing it. Here it says it's as though we're doing it. I know every single one of you was in Shul, whether it was this last year or not, but every single one of you has been in Shul for Musaf on Yom Kippur. Musaf on Yom Kippur, we say the Avodah. When the Chazan says the Avodah in Shul on Yom Kippur during Musaf Chazar HaShatz, say the Mepharshim among them, the Kafachayim, he is compared to the Kayin Gadol. The Kayin Gadol on Yom Kippur. So the shul, every shul, is being transformed from a base Knesset or a base Medrash is being transformed into the base Amigdash. On Hanukkah, there's a strange meaning which, which we have spoken about here on Sunday morning. And that is, the strange meaning is that we light a menorah in shul. When the person lights the menorah, he stands facing north, is back to the south. He lights the menorah going from west to east. It's all unbelievable, but it's all because that's what they did in the Beis Amigdash. So again, the shul turns into a Beis Amigdash. On Shavuos, on Shavuos, we have flowers, grasses, some people have trees, some people make a chuppah around the bima. That's because on Shavuos, the Beis Knesset is transformed into Arsina. And so too does the transformation in shul at the bima of Rosh Hashanah when the Baltokir comes up to Motoshev. Zok the Mishabura, in my humble opinion, very, very humble. So too, yesterday, Parsha Shkolem, the shul was transformed into the Mesa Migdash, where people brought their Maksa Shekel during the month of Adar. Incredible. Incredible. But the Kasher Abay say is why. Why did this transformation take place for the Parsha of Parsha Shkolem? Why? We don't do anything like that for Parshas Zohar or for Parshas Pora or for Parshas Chodesh. Why by Parshas Shkolem is this new level to Mishimura says that when our lips say the words through laning it's as though we did it. Mazer. Unbelievable concept. Manishtana. What's the difference? Everybody with me so far? Have I say anybody have any questions? Now one question yet, huh? Okay. I don't like Zoom. Nobody asks me any questions. People only ask questions when they're sitting in the room. Nobody asks any questions on Zoom. I don't like it. Okay, just telling you. I have a question. Go ahead. Who is this? It's Roseanne Arnett. Yes, go ahead. 
So you mentioned earlier that... I'm just mentioning one thing um, for a second. I'm putting a, I'm putting a sucking candy in my mouth, please. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yes. <clears throat> you mentioned that um, there's a chiyuv for machasit hashakal, and then you also mentioned the chiyuv connected to um, the mitzvah of Dalit Kosos and Habakas Neros for Hanukkah. So those are both, as you mentioned, for Pirsum and Nisa. So... I'm a little bit unclear as to how Machazit HaShakel, is there a kasher to Persumenisa? No. I don't know about Persumenisa, but I will explain to you something as we continue in the Shia Bezash. I would like to answer that question. Perhaps I'll be able to answer that question. Okay, thank you. In Simon, somebody else want to say something? No. In Simon, tough race, Tzadik Dalit. The Shulchan Aruch mentions another minig, and that is that on Tainus Esther, a week from Thursday, before Mincha, there are plates put out by the Bima, and people give maxas ha-shekel. Half of the current currency that in the country in which a person resides. So in America, the currency is half a dollar. Half a dollar. Zeichel maxas shekel Again, we see this stress by the Machzah Shekel. An incredible stress by the Machzah Shekel. That we go ahead and we do things to reenact the Machzah Shekel. We don't do them anything else. Why are we doing about the Machzah Shekel? The Kafachayim, one of the great Paiskim. In the last 125 years in Klagi show, a little less than that, he has a whole tefillah. And you're supposed to say before you put the money in the plate for the Machsah Shekel, a whole Shem Yichud. Yeshua would give the Machsah Shekel. Now that it's not Kayim, we're doing this instead. Unbelievable thing. And he says the Lashon of the Mishaburah. Of Siach of Hasenu, let the talk of our lips. Over here, it doesn't apply the talk of our lips. Maybe he means the prayer itself of the Shemichud. Whatever it is, there's something powerful going on with the Machsah Shekel. I'd like to say something here. And this helped me to be able to solidify something which always bothered me, which is found in the Megillah. And it's a little bit difficult to understand. There's a passage in the Megillah that Haman, when he approached Achashverosh to kill the Jews with his plan to kill the Jews, annihilate them. Because the passage says, he told Achashverosh, we have the quintessential, if that's the right word, Jewish problem. So let's meet and see what we can do. He said, There's a nation, Dosayim Shonos. Their laws are different. And the Chedush Yerim says, Their law is to be different. We don't eat with them, we don't drink with them, we don't party with them, we don't worship with them. Haman couldn't take it. As we said a few weeks ago, 
Haman said the best thing for the world is to annihilate the Jews because they're different. Then he came to the king. Write a letter to destroy them. We all know. Whenever it doesn't say, Melech HaKashverosh, we first spoke Kodesh Baruch also. And we know there was a decree to destroy the Jewish people. We know that. Says Haman, and I will bring the king 10,000 silver coins. You're freezing. We aren't hearing what you're saying. I'm freezing? The, the picture is freezing and your voice is freezing. Okay, thank you for telling me that. I'm going to move right now. Please tell me if this is better. Is this better? Yeah. Okay. Hold on then for one second, please. I apologize that the connection is no no good. I, I appreciate you telling me and I... Hopefully it'll be better now. Please tell me it's better, right? Somebody confirm that it's better for me? Right now it's better. Okay, yeah. good. So Haman comes to Achashverosh and says to Achashverosh, I'm going to give 10,000 silver talents to the king. And the king took off his ring. He gave it to Haman. And he told Haman, do whatever you want and keep the money. I don't want the money. Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. Unbelievable. Omarish Lakish. It's a Gemara Megillah and Afir Gimel Amid Beis. Goloi v'yadua l'fnei misha Omar v'hoyoyo. It is known in front of God. Haman was going to give these shkolim in place of the Jews to Achashverosh. Listen very closely, please. Therefore, decreed that we should do the mitzvah of long before Haman arrives on the scene. Long before Haman arrives on the scene. Somebody said something? Okay. Long before Haman arrives on the scene. Now please listen to me. If Haman was an egotistical maniac whose actions did not really warrant any significant or any reaction in Shemayim. So why does the Gemara say, Lefikach, therefore, since Haman was going to bring these 10,000 silver coins, give it to HaShverosh, we brought the Machsa Shekel as a means of protection against Haman. That means that what Haman was doing had power. What Haman was doing was destructive to the Jewish people. 
What does that mean? Could anybody give me an analogy comparing this to something we've spoken about in previous weeks? Where a guy does something and it's powerful and requires a reaction. Anybody have any ideas? I know you all know, and you're just too modest to be able to tell me. Okay, I have to suffer with your modesty here. Rashi says that when Bilam saddled his donkey to go destroy Klai Yisrael, Rashi says, Avram Avinu beat you to the punch because he saddled his own donkey when he went to the Akedah. What is, who cares what Bilam did? The answer is, as we said then, we are not talking about low-class, low-level people. We're talking about highly, highly accomplished people. In the world of Tumor, they're highly accomplished people. Whatever that means in the world that we call it maybe incorrectly translated as black magic. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, Avram Avinu already preempted you. And the Gemara says here that the Gashbaru said, Klai Yisrael preempted you with your shkolim. Not only that, but the Gemara says later on that when Haman came and met Mordechai after the decree that Mordechai should drive him around the streets, it says that Haman came to get Mordechai. Where was Mordechai? He was giving a shear. What was he giving a shear about? The Korban HaOimer, which is brought on the second day of Pesach, which we call, we count, Sviras HaOimer. Sviras HaOimer. The Korban Oimer. And Mordechai was told by Homan, Oh, you're learning about the mitzvah of Oimer. Listen to what it says here in the Gemara. Your Oimer, your, your Kemitsa, your small measurement of Oimer came along and pushed away the 10,000 shkolim. 10,000 kikrei kesef. Says Taisvis. I don't have the ability to give you the whole cheshman right now. But Taisvis says that the 10,000 silver talents that Haman offered Achashverosh were equivalent to the 600,000 machsas shekel that Klai Yishol brought every year. Haman was trying to pay off, so to speak, that the Jewish problem should finally come to an end. The Goyim cannot tolerate the fact that the Jews are different. They can't take us. And at this juncture, there was a decree that was also signed in Shemayim, but not in blood, only in cement, Sid, that said that the Jewish people, in fact, are supposed to be destroyed. Mordechai rose up to save us, and Haman was trying to destroy us. It was an incredible battle going on in Shemayim of whether or not we should be destroyed, Rahman al-Islam. And Haman understood that the Machsa Shekel plays a role. The Machsa Shekel plays a role, a very significant role. Now, what is so special about the Machsa Shekel? The Masa Shekel was the foundational donation which brought the Kabbonis and the Beis Migdash, which kept us going. We needed that. 
And we needed something else, as Mrs. Arnett asked. We needed complete and total participation. Whether or not the women are obligated or not, the women go along with their husbands or with their families. But Klal Yisrael needs participation from everybody to the extent that if you can't participate, sell the shirt of your back so that you can participate because it brooks no excuses. Just like the presuming Nisa of the Dalit Kosos, which is Pesach. And the presuming Nisa of Hanukkah through the Menorah. They require that you must get the money. And it brooks no excuses. And even though it's filled in, and even though matzah, if you don't have the money, you don't have to sell the shirt off your back. But the mitzvah pesumenisa that we got out of Mitzrayim through the dollar koisos that needs it, and so to Hanukkah that saved us, and we continue with that yontiv of Hanukkah through the day, so it was the last yontiv of Kal Yisrael. So to the machzas shekel when the when the mishkan began, we needed no less than 100% participation so that every single Jew should be connected to all the Kabbalists. If anybody remembers, Moshe Rabbeinu said to HaKadosh Baruch Hu by the Machlekes of Kairach, do not allow his participation of the Machzah Shekel to be utilized in the Kabbalists. Bring him out of Klai Yisrael. Rip him out of Klai Yisrael. Destroy him from Klai Yisrael. He should not be a participant in the Kabbalists which have such a great schus. Which we don't have right now. But the concept of the Machsah Shekel, we either do through the Kriya yesterday or the giving on Erev Purim. It's the great equalizer. A wealthy person can't say, I'll pay for everybody. No such thing. Everybody has to give their own Machsah Shekel. Everybody has to give their own Machsah Shekel. That, I believe, is the answer, Mrs. Arnett. That's why you have to spend that money. And it's an incredible thing. Please listen to what the Pusik says. The Pusik in Pashas Kisisa, which we laid yesterday. We laid this Pusik yesterday. At the beginning of Pashas Kisisa. He'osher lo yarbe. We don't want anything more from the wealthy person. We don't want anything less than the poor person. They all have to give a machsa shekel. Which will be a kapora. And listen to the posik. I'm sure somebody must say this. We take the kesef hakipurim. You remember that word kipurim? Yom hakipurim. Kipurim. Kipurim. We take it and we use it for the base of Migdosh. It creates, it's a facilitator for a kapora. What a powerful concept. What Haman was trying to destroy, just like Bilam was trying to destroy, the Goy, these Goyim, Paro, Achashverosh, Haman, Bilam, understood the fundamental concepts of Judaism and wanted to destroy the Jewish people by using their concepts. 
Bilam said, I will saddle my donkey. As we said a few weeks ago, Paro said, I'll saddle my donkey. Achashverosh said, I'll get rid of the Jews because the 70 years are up and I won't take the 10,000 silver talents that Homan wants to offer because Homan and Achashverosh together plotted to get rid of the Jews. And as we lane yesterday at the end of Parshish Mishpatim, we lay in Matan Torah, we lay in Nasev and Ishma, which changed the world, as we say so many times in Yeshurin. We said yes, and they said no. And because of that, the world changed, and they can't tolerate it. And since that time, they're trying to destroy us. Before that time, they're trying to destroy us. Because we are different. Because we are different. Because we are different. Oh, I said it. I wiped it out. So, we are in the month of Adar. Mishanichnas Adar Marbim Besimcha, which is another whole tumult. Mishanichnas Adar Marbim Besimcha. When Adar comes along, Simcha increases. When that happens, when Adar comes along, the Machzah Shekel comes along. I'm wondering if that's one of the reasons to increase Simcha. Because we're all together with the equalizer, with the building of the Mishkan, with the building of the Beis HaMikdash. A truly incredible concept. And maybe, maybe, Mishinichnas Adar Mab Mesimcha, the Gemara says, and it's brought down that when there's a Dintaira, when a person has to go to court with a non Jew, it's much better to go during Adar. Don't go during Nisan, go during Adar. And the Chadushi Arim says that it means not only a Dintaira in court, it means a Dintaira in yourself. We all absorb from the from the atmosphere, from the environment, from the culture that surrounds us. So Mishinichtas Adar Mar Besimcha, we now are energized to fight the goy that we have absorbed, and that's the biggest simcha that a Jew can have. Mishinichtas Adar Mar Besimcha, that we can get rid of the environment that has affected us negatively and taken us away from our Kodesh Baruch. And one of the ways that that is done is by Machsas HaShekel, which is the equalizer, and which is the protector, and which is the Chaper on Seichem. And Haman understood that better than most Jews nowadays understand it. And Haman wanted to preempt it, and Haman wanted to destroy us, and Haman wanted to hurt us, so that Klai Yishol should not get to where we have to go. It's an, it really is an incredible concept. So, although many people, women and men, were not able to be in shul yesterday, nevertheless, Klal Yishel started on this trek of Misha Nichnas Adar Mab Mesimcha, on this trek of getting closer by everybody wanting to be an active participant in the fiscal year for all the mitzvahs that were done, or almost all the mitzvahs that were done in the base of Mikdash. And I was thinking, what a tumult, a positive tumult it would make in Shemayim 
if every Yid, at least the Yidin who are from, would have known the positive charge that came to Klai Yisrael through Parshish Golan. So we should all be Zeichah Rabbi say To do what we have to do in order to keep Klai Yisrael going. Do what we have to do in order to further our allegiance to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's far from easy. Very far from easy. Very far from easy. Trying to transform our shul into a base amigdash. Trying to transform to which we know the more achlis we're able to attain lahalacha. Not the word achlis. The more achlis we're able to attain lahalacha, the greater our chances are for. Adar, leading us into the month of Nisan. Just like we were redeemed, so too will we be redeemed. And that's why these two months are so precious and have so much potential. <laughs> I get a little emotional sometimes, or passionate. Went to show this morning. When I got into my car and turned it on, it said minus five. Five below zero. And I said, what a kiddush Hashem. As literally, between the four minyanim that we had in the show this morning and the shurim that we had on Zoom already this morning, more than 100 people were in show by 9 o'clock. Maybe 150. I don't know how many people. It's incredible kiddush Hashem. That's what we've created. Tonight at 9 o'clock, Bez Hashem Yisbarach, I hope to say to explain about what's going to be happening in Shul over the next two weeks. Hopefully as we leave into Nisan, and as we just said, So I thank everybody for their participation. I thank you for telling me that I was, I froze up a little. Once I moved to this location, did I freeze again? No, it's better. Very good. Rabbi, yes. you give us the name of the person, the lady who's in the hospital with Corona? I missed it. Mrs. Schreiber, you want to give us the name again, please? Sure, it's my brother-in-law, and it's Shmuel Chaim Ben Necha. Shmuel Chaim Ben Necha should be Zeichah to a Shalema. Shmuel Chaim Ben Necha. Thank you so much, everybody. Okay, Hatzlacha Rabbit, everybody, Rabbi Zay. Kol Tov, Kol Tov, and Kol Tov.